What's poppin' criminals? Chris and Crook here with another episode of Crook's Lair. Yeah, you know why you're tuned in. You know why I'm here. You know we're ready to go. On this episode, I was lucky to have my little brother Nikki on this bitch with me. I went for another direction instead of having just like a normal just bullshit episode. This one, I ended up trying to have a Q&A and honestly, went pretty good. Got plenty of questions, plenty of content ahead of you. Get to know my little brother more. I mean, of course, I fucking know him. I fucking grew up with him. But maybe it'll let you guys know how he is, who it really is. Because, dog, homeboy is one of the quietest people I know. So hopefully, I'm not going to lie. I was, I was surprised how much he opened up this this episode and how much he was willing to talk. But, you know, I'm just going to shut the fuck up already. Guys, welcome to Crooks Lair. <laughs> Ain't no motherfucking thing, bro. What song is that? That one? Oh, that wasn't a song, huh? I don't think so. Was that this? Yeah, that was that thing. Boom. Boom. Let's go, bro. I don't know what sound it could be. Hey, or what song? Saw so good. I don't know what song. I don't think it's a song. It probably isn't. What do you think about my little homeboys though? I think they're pretty legit. I Ch- think they're cool. I got good old Chuck Chuck and Pennywise. Yeah. Not a big scary scary uh monster kind of guy, you know. I like scary monsters, but I'm not No, a you big... don't, bro. You hate See, I don't like scary movies, but I like the Monsters. Yeah. Monsters and the the villains. Monsters and villains, yeah. Bro, I don't know if you, I don't know if you were alive, but do you remember when Chucky scared the hell out of me? I remember. I think our parents would talk about it. Like my mom would go off about it. I still remember. She's like, "Oh, he can't be anywhere near that near, near that dude." I yeah. still remember. Yeah, I'm not joking. Like, so when you walk in, walk into Spencer's, yeah, Spencer's how it was set up. Boom! You walk through the front, right? Well, Spencer's in general is just weird. Yes. We'll start out there. If you don't know Spencer's, you should know Spencer's. But anyways, like regardless, like when um if you look at it, it's like well never mind. I'll I'll go to the point where I was. Spencer's the way it was set up, it had like it was kind of just like one room and then it had like rows like this. Yeah. Right? Yep. And the very first row on the right. At the end of that row on the inside, uh-huh. that's where Chucky was. Yeah. I was in the front, and I hook a hard right, and I bump into him. I don't know what it was. I turned around. He's staring right at me with the knife and the cut-up face, bro. <laughs> I still I still remember that. I yeah. know I, I probably had to have been like three, but I remember yeah. all of that. I remember going in, and I'm pretty sure – I don't know how, but they were like kind of dolls like his. They were up on the – on the, on the shelves, yeah, on the top shelves on, uh, on the, along the wall. Yeah, very top. As soon as you walk in, you look on both sides. They're just standing there. Did he trip you out? Just, well, that whole store didn't. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't really like going into it. Nah, I don't blame you. But like, but I don't it, know. But it, the it, times we did, the times I remember do going in there, uh-huh. th- that is what I remember. Bro, I remember walking in and being like, what the fuck? 
Bro, like that was dude, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's your first thought, dude. <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah, I was I was scared of him for the longest time and um yeah. now I got a little doll of him, so it's all oh, yeah, it's all good. Exactly. It's all good. Well, see you were scared of him and then and now you're really into scary movies. Like you like scary movies. Oh, dude, don't horror, you? horror movies are the best. Yeah. See I don't wanna watch a movie unless it's gonna make me laugh or like make me jump. Yeah. See, I can only laugh. You I'm not. Like, a, I'm not a big. You like suspense movies. I do like suspense. Like I, I can do that. But or even action. I can. Like, I can do actions. I love action. Actually. Hold on. If we were to split the Fast and the Furious saga in half, first half and second half, uh-huh. what half do you like more? Oh, first half. Okay. And For what, sure. What movie of the first half? What we'll movie go like of one the through first one? one through, there's nine now. There. Uh, nine with Hobbs and Shaw. Isn't that isn't that one eight? That's I think eight? I think that wait. I think there's too many. There's too way too many. For for how it started out, there's way too many. Oh, one hundred percent. And uh, they switch it up a lot. I think there's eight. I because I remember Fast Seven. Well, I don't remember what goes on, but I know there's a Fast Seven. Yeah, I know there's five, six, and seven. Or, Easy. I thought. Seven. Wait, and then fate, f- fate of the fate, eight. fate of fate of the fate of the furious is like is like fast. One? It was like fast and furious was four. Um, I think fast five. Fast I think five, five. Fast five. And then it was like. And then was it furious the f- six? Yeah, I do. I don't know. Actually. The Hateful Eight has nothing to do with the Fast and the Furious, right? I don't think. That, is that a real thing? Yeah, it's a real thing, I think. Oh, then no, I don't think so. I don't know. Someone look it up. For sure. <laughs> well, um, number one's always like. For sure. Dude, number one's number dude, one. Dude, number one. Nothing yeah, beats number dude, one. Of course, it started out. But, dude, that started like a whole just the whole car scene of. Basically, car movies. Probably, I'm sure it was popping. But if that sparked it, or but like to us, I mean, like to us, like oh yeah, because I, I, guess, I guess I guess we're not big car guys. Like we don't, but like I at least I don't know much about them. I don't know, know? much. About, I don't know much about cars, but but I know my fair share. I do know if a if a if a skyline passes by, I always go. I always say RIP. Look up, look up to the sky. I, yeah, you go rip. Yeah. Rip, rip, rip and dip. Oh yeah, dude. But yeah, number one's number one's the dopest. Uh huh. I hated. I will say I hated number three for the longest time. Yeah, I can. But agree. but the more I watched it and the more I let it be its own movie, yeah. the cooler it got. Yeah. Well, I was. I I liked. I liked three. I liked uh, Tokyo Drift. Right, yeah. Dom's Tokyo Drift. Yes, yeah, I liked Tokyo Drift, but I didn't like the main dude. Today is the same. Today is the same of it. She likes my ride, or what does he say, dude? <laughs> what <is> she, <laughs> dude, does he say that? Probably. Yeah, he does though, because at the when? because I just I watched it not too long ago, actually, a couple weeks ago. And at the very beginning, he is 
they're in, okay. So this guy is somehow still in high school. <laughs> yeah, and he looks like he's twenty eight. <laughs> he's twenty eight, still in high school, and uh, and so he he school's over. He's walking out to his whip, and uh, and you know that blonde girl that he's trying to impress at the very beginning. Yeah. So she's sitting back. She's sitting on the one football player's uh, Viper convertible Viper, and they're like they're like talking about something. And then uh, this guy, the football player, the walks biggest up. douche of the all time. Huge dude. We all know huge. that guy. We all know him. Huge. I and know. I know him by Jesse. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but uh, he, so he comes up and he, he's like, "What are you? Why are you talking to my girl or something like that?" <laughs> That's when the camera goes to this homeboy. I don't know what. What is his name? I don't know. It's Tyler. T- that sounds so right. Somebody looked that up. He looks like a Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then he goes, camera goes to him and he's like, she just lacks my ride. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, dude. Oh, dude. It's um, the funniest thing that, ever. That show, that show in general, bro, him, I think he's so funny. Like I don't, I don't know. He's he's a weird guy. He they, is a really weird guy. They, he's a weird guy to cast. They they definitely could have casted better. Oh yeah, definitely. In, in my opinion, but I mean, he was funny. He he was pretty in his own way, in his own country, like redneck type of way that he is. Sean, like, Sean, that's his name. Hey, thanks. Damn it, Sean. Hey, thanks for looking. Thanks for looking that thanks up. Thanks for getting that. Um. Yeah. He. Uh, I don't know. He made it kind of interesting. I thought. Yeah. That. Oh no, definitely. He played. He played the role well. Yeah. I hated it because I thought it was like just almost out of place. But yeah. like, like oh, I said, yeah. when I let it be its own movie, uh-huh. it made way more sense, and I enjoyed it more because one is one, right? Yeah. Two is two. 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 two, two they started getting a lot more funny, Gibson, right? Or what's what's yeah, Tyrese? Tyrese. Uh-huh. Dude. That introducing him to that franchise was probably the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, he's like one one did not have as much humor in it. No, not at all. No, that one. But he he brought so much humor into it, and like I'm glad because I mean, oh, dude, that shit's funny. He made it so freaking funny, dude. Very good. Pockets ain't show. empty, cause dang, dude. I said I want to talk about a cub. <laughs> Bro, Paul Walker would tried Paul to Walker be say that, dude? the biggest gangster <laughs> oh, in that movie, no. dog. That that was funny, dude. <laughs> Bro, oh, but when uh, the very beginning when they're gonna run that race, and um, in the guy, the second one, that guy, yeah, yeah. And then Paul Walker's like, "How about we raise this up another fifteen or something like uh-huh. that?" And then the guy's like, "No, no, no, oh. no one said about raising the stakes." Yeah. And I then in that. Spanish, he's like, "Tell these guys to like move." Oh yeah. no, in English, he's like, in "Tell English. these guys to move so you can back up out of here." He's like, da, 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 da. Because everyone was like, oh. Everyone's just like, yeah, no way. And then he's like, 35 large, tres, cinco, nada más. Yeah. And then Paul Walker, he's like, seguro. Seguro. Damn. Dude, hops in, bro. Drops it on Dude. him. I think yeah. my favorite part is at the beginning of that scene, when uh, yeah. that Hispanic, he's like, esto a mío. <laughs> Dude. I I think though one of the most iconic um scenes, uh-huh. not just in number two, but in the whole in the Fast whole and franchise, Furious franchise, yeah. was definitely when at the very end 
you know, when they take the cars to the garage and then they open up the doors and now oh, all dude. the trucks come out, yeah, ram it, and then the cars the scatter. The police are just waiting outside them doors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Bro, that part's so tough. That was legit. I love that scene. That right there, just, I, that's one clip I will never forget of any movie. Oh, ever. That right there, that song coming on, dude, all the different camera angles that they had, dude, garage doors goes up, boom. Big old trucks coming in, dude. Oh, yes, sir. I thought that was so legit, dude. And then all those... Dude. Wow. That's what I those, thought. Those nice cars, bro. That's what That's I thought. That's exactly what I said when all those cars came out, dude. I was like, yo, um... Uh, what the fuck? Is going on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then as soon as I saw those trucks hit, I was all... Wow. Yeah. And it was crazy. Dude, it was legit, It was so crazy. It was legit. When they went in, dude, I'm like, dude, it's over. Mm-hmm. Like when they first pulled in, into oh yeah, garages, and dude. I think just the suspense of like you know being in that car chase, um, and then also just driving into the garage. Uh-huh. Like I don't know if you can think back to your first time watching that. I I don't, uh-huh. but I can easily tell like what I was thinking. It's like everyone was thinking the same thing when they first watched that, and they pull up into those garages. Like what the fuck's going on? I definitely didn't know. Mm, yeah, but. Yeah, definitely. The first half of the Fast and the Furious saga. Well, second half is just they. Dude, they just. Like, I don't. I don't know where they went. I don't know where in the process they family. <laughs> exactly. I don't, family. I don't have friends. I got family. I got family. Dumb. <laughs> Did you see that that picture Jesse sent to us on Instagram? He's like Fast and the Furious in a nutshell. Oh, dude! There's a dinosaur just explosions all in the background. Vin Diesel's chin, dude. I'm pretty sure he they made him look like Thanos. Bro. Yeah, they did. They did <laughs> with the red laser eyes, dude. Yeah. <laughs> For family, family. All right. Well, yeah, that's so funny. Before we get any deeper into this episode. Um, yo, got yeah. This is Nikki, by the way. This is uh, my little brother, Nikki. Color. Oh, yeah, Shout out, Nikki. Never introduced. Yeah, we never introduced. I said, I think I said your name, but like then we just started talking about movies and shit. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, Nikki Caldera, my little brother. Thanks for joining me on this episode. Should yeah, be, should of be course, chill. Yeah, yeah. Because I had Jesse and Justin on the first one, then I, and I and then I had some, a couple more. But like, I mean, even throughout that whole time, like all the ones I've recorded, I was living in Logan. Yeah. And now I'm back in Idaho. So it's like, yeah, let's definitely get you on. Yeah. So it's easier to. You're back here too because you're supposed to be in Montana. I Well, technically, I would be right now. But I mean, it's the end of school, you know? Well, actually, I think it would be towards the end because I would be back in school, which ended a couple last week, I think, or so, something like that. And I think our spring ball would have ended soon after that. So I would either, st- I think I would still be there, honestly, if it wasn't for all of this. Yeah. I would still be up there doing, and who knows what I Who guess. knows? I'm big praying that your 2020 season starts off when it's supposed to. When it is. I think it will. Yeah. I think... I got big hopes. Yeah. I think... I don't know. I guess I can't really say how things are looking out in the... At least in the U.S., you know? Yeah. In the world and stuff like that. So, 
It's crazy. I don't know. Times are I crazy. Think, yeah. Well, I mean, everything is kind of seem. It seems like it's opening up. You know. It's yeah. L- I mean, little businesses are coming back. People. It seems like in our area, at least. I don't know if it's a good thing or not. But I think it's a good thing. I think people just need to like quit being bitches. But I mean that in like the nicest way too, because yeah. like the way I'll put it is like if instead. Mm-hmm. Instead of like the the media coming out and saying, "Oh, coronavirus, this and that, this and that," yeah, I wonder if if they came out and all they said was, "Yo, the flu's a little extra strong this season. Take care of yourself. Take vitamin C. Get vitamin D. Yeah. Keep yourself healthy. It's a little strong, stronger than usual. So just keep that in mind. Be safe, but still do your thing. Yeah." I wonder if the world would be different right now. Instead of giving it a new name mm-hmm. and giving it all, giving it all this bullshit, um, I wonder if life would be different. All they said was like, hey, the flu's stronger. Like, yeah. Take care of yourselves. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think if, liter- if, if that's all they said and they left everything open, like everything publicly open, everything, all the mm-hmm. – just like it never really happened. Yeah. Or at least it did happen, but it went back to normal. And that's all they said, dude. It would, we'd be chilling, literally. We'd be just vibing. I'd have the option to go out and hang with people. I yeah. wouldn't do it anyways. Yeah. But like, I'd still have the option. Too. I think. I think there would be a, a a ton of people. Like when they first opened the beaches and stuff like that. Probably, people, I don't know. Dude, either, people went right back. Yeah, dude. They just they went straight to the beach, and there know. was a ton of people out there. I know, like Texas, Florida. Um. There's a, there's another one, Georgia I think, I think all these states opened up and then mm-hmm. uh, I think they were getting backlash saying that like, yo, you're gonna get way more cases and they're gonna double up and like all this crap yep. for opening yep. up too early. Uh huh. Um, and it, that hasn't been the case. No. Because we would have heard about it if it was. Oh yeah. But since it isn't, we don't even hear that those states are doing good. Yeah. Like I'm what? pretty sure I did read, maybe it was just some fake thing, I don't know. But I'm pretty sure it said even with the beaches opening, like, cases were still declining. I don't know, I guess, if I should just. Is it per Adam I guess, Schefter? Technically, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Per Adam Schefter, is that on, is that on Twitter, the sports? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. But. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but we'll still, find we'll find out. I'm praying that you start football at the right time. Yeah, so on my, time, dude. Um, but I if it, I, I hope it does go on time. Like that's mm-hmm. my number one thing right now. But if not, dude, if it's at, if it's delayed, I just want it to happen. Yeah, like dude, I've I've been missing it honestly, not being able to do anything with those guys and stuff like that. Just so. vibing on the field. Yeah, just pure honestly. vibes. Honestly, and just dude, practices were were fun. Yeah, yeah. Would you practice every so, day? Uh, yeah, we would practice every day. And so, well, I guess spring ball was a little different. We'd practice every other day or something like that. You know? Do you guys ever have full games but, in spring ball? For spring ball, yeah. yeah, we would have we would have quite a few scrimmages against each other, and then the very end of spring ball, we would have not a legit game, but it would it we. Would, like announce it and stuff like that. Was it against another school or was no, it no, no. everything? No, no, no. It was it was it was against us. Offense, oh, okay. defense, it always. Okay, I see. 
Yeah. So but, we but it stayed... was t- it was taken almost as a small season. Yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah. yeah so. And you're going into. Well, you're finishing your it sophomore was, year. Yeah, just technically just finished. My just finished year. your sophomore yeah. year. Yep. F- sophomore year in school. So that was my redshirt freshman year. Because you Since redshirted, I redshirted that your that freshman first year. year. Yeah. Okay. So I was a redshirt freshman. Now. I'm, in football. A, yeah, in football but, terms, I'm a redshirt. Going to be a redshirt sophomore. I see. Yeah. But school, I just finished my sophomore year. Going so I'm going to be a junior, your junior year. Yeah. yeah, it's confusing. I think I got it right. Oh, yeah. That's gangster, though. I hope I did. I That's gangster. Know. I might just be making things up. Yeah, I mean, you never really know. You know, I never really know half the thing. Like, half the time that I'm talking, I don't know what I'm talking about. So, yeah. So, I think I think that just goes all the way around everywhere. But... I'm glad I finally got you on this episode. Yeah, and absolutely, man. So so far, the type of episodes that I have is like you know I've just been like bullshitting, like um with Jesse and Jensen. Uh-huh. It was just a bullshit episode. Yeah. Uh, with Baby Cakes, Drew Marin, that was bullshit. Uh, and the other ones, they were interviews for music artists, uh-huh. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interviewed the homeboy Moldy Rangoon, mm-hmm. and then interviewed the one of the newer homeboys, uh, Jordan Mamora. So this one being the fifth episode, um, I, w- I wanted to switch shit up and not not just have it be a bullshit episode. Mm-hmm. So yep. we made this a Q&A episode. Yep. So I had I posted it a couple times throughout Crooks Layer social media as my own as well. And I said, you know, hit, hit, me, hit me and Nikki with them questions because we're going to be doing a Q&A. Yeah. And we had a few questions. So we're just going to dive right into it. Yeah. One of the very first people to hit me up, you may know, Elusive. Dang. Yeah. Elias Kobe. Elusive 208, baby. Represent, oh, man. Represent. That's cool. Yeah. Yo, song gang. And yeah. his first question was, Nikki, what's your favorite middle school memory? Middle school middle memory. Middle school memory. Shoot. Huh. Well, Okay. This is uh this is the first one that came to mind. Go for it. I never told you. I guess I never told anybody. It's not bad. Right? We'll really talk, so. Yeah, that's true. It's it's not bad or anything. But um, I mean, I'm sure that I'm sure there's a lot. I'm sure me and Elias had quite a few actually. Um, but the one I remember was middle school track. <laughs> Dog, hold on, time out. If you didn't run middle school track, I don't trust you, dude. You didn't do anything. <laughs> Oh, I feel that 100%. Exactly. So middle school track, right? It was, uh, for some reason, we just didn't like the coaches. Not all of them. Who were they? But coaches. Yours. There was, so I ran hurdles, right? And uh, and what's her name? I don't remember her name, actually. I don't think I'm going to remember. But she was a pretty short blonde lady. And um, and so, for some reason, we just me and a me and a couple guys, we didn't really want to do anything that day. Of you course, know? who wants to do anything? Middle school track, you of know? course. And so, we we're barely running, we're barely doing the hurdle, barely doing what we're supposed to do, you know. And so, they kind of start getting mad at us, and we're like, dude. 
middle school track. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. You know? And so we don't really pay attention much to them. And so we just keep doing our thing. And so finally, they tell us to go run. Ah, dude, I don't know. They tell us to run a couple laps. And so we do it, but we Almost take... like as punishment? Yeah, as okay. a punishment. Slacking. And uh, yeah, and so we do, but we take our time on them. And so practice is ending and stuff like that. And I'm pretty sure practice did end, but we're still there, just taking our sweet time, just running. And so finally, um, the head... Do you remember Mr. Haynes? He was like the he PE t- freaking... Describe him to me. He, I don't know. He was short, bald, freaking. He was just like the PE weight room. Mr. Haynes. Dude, I don't. I don't know how. I, I, don't, I don't think so, man. I don't really know. There. I don't really know what else. he was. A, he was a good dude. I did like him actually, but uh, but uh, he. So one day, or the next day, actually, the next day that all of that happens, they get really mad at us, and then. The next day, he comes in. I, w- I was in a wood shop class, and so he pulls me out, and he's like, "Hey, I've been talking. I talked to the other guys that that I, that did that kind of did that the day be- the night before." And so the he's, crew of slackers, the crew of slackers. Okay. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, I uh, I've been talking with those guys, and I, now I'm now I want to ask you. Um, we didn't like what happened yesterday." So you got two options. You can either one, quit, or two. I didn't even let him say number two. I said I, said, I quit. I said I quit. <laughs> I said I quit right off the bat, dude. Unforgivable. Oh my god. Legit. <laughs> oh my god. I did. Uh, he ended up <laughs> he ended up telling me number two and number two was I could I could just suck it up and apologize to the team like after practice like yeah, I would have to stand up and apologize to everybody and stuff like that but dude I just <laughs> just I quit hell though no. I didn't even let him finish dude Nikki was- you have two options number one quit I quit <laughs> Dude, bro, yeah, like, dude, that one. No, it, it stunned him a bit too. I remember it stunned him a bit. He kind of stuttered and t- for the like the second part of it. <laughs> yeah. He started. He was. I was just like, I quit, and he's like, and and uh, number two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even let him finish, dude. No, I didn't. And so and so he finishes that, and then I was just like, yeah, I still quit. And so he's just like, are you sure about that? And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Like I'm, a, I quit. Yeah, I'm straight. Yeah. And so I go back in and then towards the end of that day, yeah. Uh Mr. Perigo was our pre- was our principal. LA. Calls me in and says, "Hey, heard you quit the heard you quit the track team." I'm like, "Yeah, I did." They're like they left me no option. Dude, he's like he only gave me one option. <laughs> Uh, and so, yeah, he's like, no, I'm not going to let you do that. And I'm like, damn, all right. And so I had to, I had to quit the team. Or I had to apologize, apologize. in front of the That's team. weak, man. Yeah. Why was, the hell are they going to give was, you options and then just take them right away? Yeah, it was. It was a weak vibes. He was just looking out for me, dude. No, nah, yeah. But, shout, shout out, Mr. Yeah, but as of right now, I mean, that's kind of, that's that's a memory I got from, from, from that school one. that I got. Yeah. 
middle school memory. Yeah, that one's mine. What else do? I'm not going to say it. All right, I'm going to move on to the next question. <laughs> okay, bro. Elias. Appreciate the question, though, Elias. That was a, that Hold was... on. He has another one. Oh, does he? Do you believe in the ble- Blue Beam Project? Blue Beam Project. Yeah. Do you know what that is? I don't think so. Me neither, dog. Hey, will someone look that up? Yeah, can we look that up really quick? But for you, Elias, you sound like you do. Unless... Elias, you sound like someone who would believe in it. Is unless, what it sounds like something you made up. Is it a project you got coming out? Because I hope it is. Project Bluebeam? Project Bluebeam. Oh, the quest for the New World Order. So it is a new project. Um, it's a new elusive 208 project. <laughs> is, is this new dude, project called the New please World name Order? your next whatever you make, dude. Song, album, whatever. Please name it that. Project Bluebeam? Pro- <laughs> project Bluebeam, dude. Um, I think... And people can't correct me if I'm I'm wrong. Don't quote me on this. Also, don't shoot me because I'm just going off a a five-second Google search. Project Bluebeam has to deal with the New World Order. Mm -hmm. As in the world. And by that, it means like the world going into a one government world. Mm -hmm. Like all of us fall and report to one government. So it's kind of in a sense like. One group of people owning the entire planet mm-hmm. and ruling the entire planet compared yeah. to like, but that this that government, that changes that the currency, no? Yeah, they would have they would have to be All, a global every, the currency. whole world is one currency. So that basically, he's asking like, do you do you believe that that's going on? That is going on. Yeah, like like Corona I'm could pre- be a part of it, like the start of it. Kind of, kind of scaring everyone because I was talking, I was talking to the. I think Jensen even Tierra the other day. Uh-huh. I think we were we were all chilling out back. Yeah. And I said that I think you may have been here, but I said nine out of ten people uh-huh. are gonna choose safety over freedom. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were here for that, right? I think so. And by that I mean it's like if you tell people, Hey, stay in your house, we'll give you twelve hundred bucks a month or something like that. Mm-hmm. Stay in your house, don't do anything, be safe, stay home. Nine out of ten people are gonna choose that over like okay, you can go out into the world. You um, can go out. Do your it, it's risky out there, but I mean, if you want to go out, like mm-hmm. take the risk. It's dangerous. Go out. out there. We won't be able to protect you mm-hmm. that yeah. much. But nine out of ten people are gonna choose safety over freedom, yeah. and I feel like that could be something huge about the Rona, and it could be the start of like the new world order in a sense. Because uh, I think there's another thing called Agenda 2030 that I'm not gonna dip into. That's like that's a whole episode in itself, and I'm not gonna do that because it's a Q and A. Yeah. So long story short, do you believe in the Project Bluebeam? Do you think it could be a thing? I think. Do you think it's happening now? I I know. I bet you it's in their minds. I don't know if it's gonna happen. It might honestly be happening, but because uh, they they get they get together a lot. I'm pretty sure all of the the UN, bro. Yeah, they get together a lot and stuff like that. So, is it in their eyesight? Probably. Oh yeah, bro. it's been in the, like it's like been in their yeah. Uh, my my personal opinion, like yeah, it's definitely going on. Yeah, and if people don't stay, don't stay like for for like the use of a better term, uh, woke, like 
basically what I'm like. Go go out, buy your guns, defend your rights. And basically, like, I don't know, quit being bitches. <laughs> like, I, th- I think the majority of you are chilling. <laughs> that, that's, the, uh, that's the theme of today. Bro, like, like, my life hasn't changed one bit. No. Since this whole thing happened. No. I think we live in a small enough place yeah, to where that's it... Yeah, that's one thing I really enjoy about yeah, Idaho. It's really rural. See, that's like, what I'm saying about the corona, though, is that we live in a small enough place to where I'm not scared of it. Honestly, it is a it is this thing happening. Take like people, down, people's it exists. It, it, yeah, the virus exists. It, it's taken, it's taken people away from mm-hmm. families. Like there's numbers for that, you know. But but I will say that the average age of pass of passing away, mm-hmm. I think, is seventy nine or eighty. Yeah. This was the last time I checked. No one quote me. Don't come at me. That was the last time I checked. The average age of passing away was like seventy nine to eighty. Yeah, the average age of the Rona's patients passing away mm-hmm. is eighty one. It's older than the average age of passing away. Mm-hmm. But yes, I believe in it. Okay, Nico, Nico Garcia. Okay, Jesse's friend. Yeah, he asks. What do we think about Brady and Gronk going to Tampa? Oh, dude, you I'm pretty sure I already told you what I thought about this. Okay. Brady, that's cool. I that's awesome for Brady. You're for it. But for Gronk, dude, not but and for Gronk, dude, I I think he dude that he's living the life now. He literally gets to go to freaking uh Tampa Bay bro, to Florida. Florida. To be in Florida and party his ass off and still play football with his homeboy Brady, dude. Oh, yeah. He's not playing with anybody else but Brady. Hell no. And he that, gets to do that. Um, It's funny because I actually saw it. I think it was on. I think it was Fox Sports. Yeah. Um, Could be wrong, though. But they, they had him on and they had, and mm. he was talking about how a couple years ago. He got traded. He got traded to Detroit, yeah. but then Detroit calls him, and then he didn't want to go to Detroit. So he's like, what? I got traded to you? He's like, no way. I'm retired. Mm-hmm. So then a couple days, the trade didn't go through, and he played for the Patriots that next season. And wins a Super Bowl that <laughs> season, and he won a Super Bowl. Exactly, <laughs> dude. Crazy. But one thing I really like about crazy, you know, like, dude. like Brady and Gronk going to Tampa, okay? Yeah. I think when a player gets to the majors like that, their future is out of their hands. Mm-hmm. If the team wants to trade them, they'll trade them. If a team wants to cut them, they'll cut them. So I think in this situation, Brady and Gronk both decided to take their future and their career into their own hands. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. And I can picture a lot more excuse me, a lot more professional players mm-hmm. starting to do that in the future. Yeah. It's like, oh, you want to trade me? He's like, nah, nah, nah. Like, that's, that isn't going to be a, like, a, like, I don't know. I don't know the options of, like, what players, like, have. Yeah. But, like, the fact that Brady, he could have resigned and the Patriots wanted him back. Mm-hmm. You know, Kraft wanted him back. But he's like, nah. Like, like, like New England, thank you. It's like, like what else? What else is out there? Yeah, homeboy went from 
Foxborough, Massachusetts, Boston, Massachusetts. Cold as fuck. Do you know where he's going to be playing next season? In Florida. In Tampa Bay, Florida. Bro, dude. their stadium's sick when they got that that ship. It's legit, dude. Mm-hmm. And especially Gronk, he was retired and mm-hmm. he's like, oh, what? Oh, Tommy Boy's going to Tampa? Oh, did you Let's say go. Florida? Dude, and I bet that guy. On my way. That guy lived there anyways. He's like, hold my beer. Exactly. I'm going <laughs> to go get another one in Florida, dude. That's what he oh. said. I'm going to get another one. So I'm for it. Brady oh, and yeah, Gronk. I think, like, I, think, I think Brady's going to look good in, in that uniform. Right? I think I don't know if they're going to you know, just make a Super Bowl run. Um, I can picture them getting into the playoffs at the very least in a wild card. Mm-hmm. Uh, spot, but I'm for it. Yeah, I'm absolutely. I'm, I like. I like. I'm, I'm still rooting for the Patriots. They're my team. Yeah, but when the Buccaneers are playing, I'm gonna be rooting for them. Like I'm gonna be. Come on. Yeah. I'm like Brady or die, goat or die. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna be rooting for them, and I, I'm super. I'm excited. It's gonna be yeah, super cool. I'm for it. Dude. It's like, it's really cool because I like you know as a Patriots fan, I have been, will be. Um, but to see like Brady be with him for so long mm-hmm. and then he's like, yeah, let's go try something else out. I think it's really cool. It's like um, watching an era end and a new one begin. Yeah. It's really cool to be like in the middle of it and remember everything, yeah. you know, because I'm old enough to like remember shit like that. Well, he only got a two-year contract, didn't he? Two-year for 30 mil. You think he's going to do that too and call it? He's an old guy. He's 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 old. It all depends. He's getting it older. all depends. But yeah, because like honestly, this season with the Patriots, like bro, yeah. He didn't even get invited to the Pro Bowl. Like, yeah, he didn't. he's is he going down? I don't know. I think next season will show if he's declining or if he's still like goat status, still, still mobbing. Dog, still. Yeah, so we'll find out. We'll definitely find out. Mm-hmm. But prospect is next. Okay. Shout out Chase. Shout out prospect. He adds, I like him. in a series of three, uh-huh. best of three. Who wins a Madden tournament between you and me? Me and you or me and Prospect? You and me. Best of three? Best of three Madden tournament. Nikki versus Chris. You, I think you get first when I get next to. You think you get I next really, to? I really think I get next no, to. No, no way. Dude. I think, I think, I, I think. I get first. You get second. That third game goes into overtime and I win in a 54-yard field goal. Okay, dude. The third game, no. yeah. Okay, depending on the kicker, whoever's getting a 54-yarder, if they can even make it that Pat far. Pat McAfee. <laughs> bro, that's a dude, W. he's dog. making 63, that's bro. That's a W. Um, I don't know. Pretty sure that guy plays both ways. I haven't played Madden in... Dude, I tried Madden years. yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Online or just like... No, I played face of the franchise. I have a quarterback for the Redskins. How'd it go? And uh, you RG three it out, huh? Well, I was losing, but then you told me to play Grand Theft Auto with you, so then I quit the game. Oh, okay. So did it save? I don't know. Does it matter? I don't know. Sorry, right. I don't think so. So are you going with you? I'm gonna go with me. I I'm, think I can do it. I'm going with me. If we played it, listen. Me and you played against Jesse. Jesse. I held my own. I did too. Did you though? I did. Did you though? I did. <laughs> I scored just as much as you. Did you? Yeah. Oh. Uh, are you lying? No. Yeah, you are, dude. 
I don't know, but I, I did play Jesse. I don't remember one one on one when I was in Montana, and did you beat his ass. I beat him. I did beat him, yeah. and he's actually pretty good. I don't think. Yeah, he, dude, I don't Jesse, think he's played it in a while. Jesse's gone way though. better at Madden because I remember there was like for a three year span where I would just whoop his ass. I'm yep. talking 2015, 16, 17. Mm-hmm. For those three Maddens, I'd whoop his ass. 18. I don't think we got 18. We got 19, mm-hmm. and I would beat his ass. Um, but then. He beat me on a very bullshit play, mm-hmm. and I was like, "I was like, fuck you! I'll break your game." Because he bought it for me. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, that was bullshit. I'll snap your game. And then he's like, he Facetime me and he's like, "Prove it, bitch." So then I, I, I he said, "Prove it." So I had to pull it out. Yeah, and I broke the game in half. I haven't played it since. And That's then, true. but throughout that whole time, he kept playing it. And he still he, had a disc. To play yeah, yeah, he got way good at it. And yeah. like the yep, next yep, two yep, games, yep, yep. he beat me. So yeah, but, but but none of us have played in a while. So no, nah, so you never know. I'd probably win. Though. If we if, yeah, if we if we played it right now, it would be pretty even. I think. Okay. The next guy, Storm. He has a few questions. Okay. Very first one is Nikki. What is your favorite song that I have made? That you have made me. Shoot. Should I go with the guns and money? You can. That song's tough as shit. That dude, that's a that's a legit okay, so listen. I'm not that big into dubstep, you know, mm-hmm. how how you have you make that yeah, basically stuff. So I listen to it and I have little pieces in your songs where I'm like, okay, that was actually pretty tight. Mm-hmm. Like making music is hard. Oh, bro. Like it's, it's, so, is, it's so frustrating. To to just say that it is hard. Uh-huh. Much easier said than done. And so there's little pieces in there in, in in your songs where I'm like, okay, that was actually pretty badass. That was mm-hmm. sick. That was a good little piece. But that guns and money, that's that's more that's not so dubstep as it is just Dude, it's it's up tempo. Yeah. It's upbeat. It's a little quicker. Yeah. It's a little more bouncy. Exactly. Um it's not so aggressive in your face. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah, I did I I added a little like a tune up to it. Because mm-hmm. I the original version is dubstep, like heavy, heavy dubstep. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you've heard "Represent" by Getter. Uh, no. He came out with that song, right? Yeah. And I was like, "Damn, this is tough. Uh-huh. It's a sped up, right? It's sped up, not so in your face. It's a, it's a bop, to say the least." And mm-hmm. so I took my existing project, Guns and Money, and I took it in a whole another direction. I released that song in March. Mm-hmm. I finished that song in October. Yeah, the remake, the the uh... the 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 first version. Oh, okay. I okay. finished it in October, mm-hmm. and I was just sitting on it. I hadn't released it, but then I I heard represented by Getter, and I was like, "That's what I'm gonna do with Guns mm-hmm. and Money." Because like like I said, I finished it, but there was always something about it that like you know I never released it. Yeah. Because there was just something about you it. You always thought it had something missing or uh-huh. something. Yeah. It wasn't right. And yeah. then so I heard represented by Getter, and I was like, "I'm gonna try and go in that direction," mm-hmm. and that's where like all the like. The the drums sped up drums. It just it's just a more up tempo song. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, so that, I that think, yeah, I think that one that one I enjoy a lot actually. That is gangster. Wow. Okay, and the next question Storm asks is our favorite me- memories of watching each other play a sport. I'm gonna go first. Play a sport. It was when you guys um, playoff game. To go to state, uh-huh. 
your senior year of football at home? Just that whole game. Um, that was against Skyline. Yeah. No, you played Skyline in the championship. Oh, Skyview. Just screw both of them, but <laughs> but Sky. That okay, so Skyview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Because of course, like usual, you and John went off. Yeah. No, that that game that game was a run heavy. You want to know why we couldn't go off? Because of Demonte Horton. <laughs> the fuck is Demonte? That's his name, dude. Number fuck? exactly number two for Skyland. I remember him. He was a he was a he's a thicky Vicky dude. He's a big he's a big thicky guy. Vicky. He plays at a he plays at ISU now. Okay. And uh, yeah, so he had a he had a we, me and him had to go one on ones. The whole game. And I guess John just didn't trust it or I don't know. Scared but, probably. Yeah, but we could. I think that game I caught maybe. I know I caught one ball for sure, but Damn. maybe two. I don't I'm know. I'm probably thinking it. of the wrong game then. Regardless, that game was really cool to watch. Yeah. But dude, it was what what was the game where I think you received for over two hundred yards? Oh, that was, was homecoming that against Bonneville. No, dang, bro. That that one, I yeah, I broke a record. That one. How many touchdowns did you get that game? That game, I had three. Three touchdowns. Oh, two hundred and twelve yards. No, two hundred uh, around two thirty two. Two thirty. Hey, two hundred plus. Yeah, you want to know the crazy part about that What's though? Up? Is I remember this. I only had six receptions. God damn. Yeah. Someone do that, that was, math. That was, <laughs> that's an average about mm, thirty-eight yards a catch. That was a fun game. That's a game I do remember. That's crazy. That yeah, that was. I think, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was homecoming. And the and the year before that, we played on Bonneville. Also, mm-hmm. smacked. We got smacked. Really? I'm pretty sure. It was not. It was not. Yeah. 30, 38, 39. Average of 38.666. Six. Six. Don't say, yeah. Seven. Seven. Um, yeah, but that yeah, was- that, the, those two, I guess. I'm going to go with both of those. One, mm-hmm. the performance against when you caught for 200, and also just winning that playoff game to go to state. Because, yep. like, you know, that was awesome. Minico Spartan Football State. Dog. The crowd showed up at the stake game, dude. I mean, have you seen the picture? Did you see the whooped. picture of y'all dude? We, oh, we got sm- but the crowd. The crowd showed up, and that was so cool. That was have so you cool. seen the picture of of our our side? Our I crowd? think I think I have, dude. Packed, just the whole every single seat. Just it was crazy. It was, dude. That was. We did get wrecked, but that was really awesome to look up there and see that. Bro, you had a bunch of like burly people out there too. Dude. A lot of people were there. We had the whole area. Yeah, that that one was legit. That one was a... Oh, I got to do a memory for you, huh? Yeah. Uh... (laughs) Oh. Say something, bitch. Say something. Yeah, I am going to say it. You remember when you... you, uh, It was a double pass to Canyon Ridge? Oh, and yeah. you and you threw it to K. <laughs> yeah, that, that ball slipped out of my hand. Oh, that was legit, dude. I remember that. Oh. No, but the next play, 
or the yeah, it was I don't know if it was next play. It was, was it next, next play? play yeah, yeah. yeah, hell yeah. You stayed in, <laughs> played both ways, you got it back. Um interception and everything, dude. Yeah, yeah, but I remember that. It was a double pass from Tanner to me, from me to Nico, but dog, that was the it, worst pass. It in did history, not make it to bro. Nico. Yeah. Hell no. It went higher than it went farther. Yeah. Yeah, but the very next play they put me in as DB mm-hmm. and I picked it off. So we yeah. got it right back. But that was embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was so that funny. That one was pretty legit. <laughs> <laughs> you went off that game too, though, didn't you? Mm. It was against Kenridge one time. You had four touchdowns. Four I know touchdowns that. and I think uh, 140 yards. Yeah. Was it that game? Mm-hmm. Was it? Was it? The, and one pick? Mm-hmm. And, a, yeah, and, an <laughs> <laughs> and an interception. And an interception, dude. Bro. You were an athlete, dude. Athlete. Um, okay, so... Storm's next question is, he says, our favorite attributes or characteristics of each other. Okay. Um, My favorite thing about you is probably how, at least whenever you and I are kicking it, mm-hmm. you're always down to ride. Like, it doesn't matter if like, yo, Nikki, I got to go to the store and pick this up for mom. Mm-hmm. You want to go? Yeah, I'm down. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, Nick, I'm going to go fill up mom's tank. You want to go? Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. Or, hey, I got to go do this. You want to go? Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, I'm down. Like, you're always down to just ride, mm-hmm. which is it's super cool. Like, you're not like, I mean, I'm sure you appreciate your time at home because, like, dude, I never leave this bedroom. Yeah. Like, I love home. Mm-hmm. But, like, you're like, yeah, you're always down to ride, which is cool, and I appreciate that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my yeah. favorite thing. Uh, My favorite thing about you is, uh, <laughs> you son of a bitch. is no, listen, listen, listen. Come at me. You're weird. <laughs> and listen, let me let me let me let me say this. Okay, you're weird. But it but in your way in the way you make own it. You yeah, you go about yourself, the way you carry it. It's like you can you make friends anywhere. You'll introduce yourself anywhere. Like mm. you're not how do I say it? Like you're not you don't embarrass yourself a lot. I mean, you embarrass yourself, but mm-hmm. like you don't take it as embarrassing yourself. You just, that's you. Yeah. That's what you do, you know? And and I'm sure I'm not the only one that likes this about you. Yeah. And that I just love seeing it, but I'm glad that you do that. Like, I wish I could do that because I'm not, I'm not, I'm you're not good sh- with people. You're shy as hell, though. I'm not good with people. You're I'm, so shy. Look, I, this is what I say about myself. I'm good at being comfortable. That's what I'm really good at. Okay. So if I know my area, if I know my people, I'm good. I'm chilling. Mm-hmm. I can't meet new people. I, I, I just. You can't throw yourself into like a public ass setting and yeah. like fit in. Yeah, exactly. If I have to, like going to college and stuff like that, uh-huh. I had to. So I did. I adapted. I did my thing. You know? Yeah. But you, you can just. If you're only going to be there a day, I mean, you make your friends there uh-huh. and that's it. Then I move on. You dip, yeah. Like, thanks, thanks for the time. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But you had a good time there, and you made sure that everybody else there enjoyed their time mm-hmm. and enjoyed it with you. Yeah, you of know. Course. So I think that's that's a cool. That's awesome. That's what I like. Yeah, thank you. Um, I I don't know if this one really applies to you, but so every, well, I didn't go last year, but a couple years ago, I went to this music festival called Lost Lands. It was mm-hmm. in Ohio, right? Yeah, it's a dubstep festival. And my homie Jeff, I believe he's from Virginia. Don't like dog. Don't come at me if I got that wrong. But Jeff, he asks, 
is Lost Lands 2020 going to happen? Mm-hmm. Big music festival. I think they sell <sighs> at least 30,000 tickets. Mm-hmm. And where is this? Ohio. Okay. Ohio. Um, do I think it's going to happen? No. This year, no? This year, no way, no how is that going to happen. <laughs> Because I think the world is slowly, or at least the country, slowly starting, you know, to start back up. Mm-hmm. And a lot of like these places, like I listen to a lot of uh, comedy podcasts, right? So you got all these comics; they have their own, you know, they go on tours, they do their stand up, you know, mm-hmm. they have their own tours and shit. And they started booking dates. They started, you know, they're going back out there, they're going back out to comedy clubs, you know, they're starting to tour again. Yeah. But those clubs, they're only opening at half capacity. Mm-hmm. So if if the club opens for like 150 people, that's the capacity. Mm-hmm. They're only going to let in 75. Yeah. So I think it is slowly going to start back up, back up. But a uh, music festival that's five-digit type people, mm-hmm. I think no way that's happening this year. Yeah. And as as big as that festival is, I don't think they can do it with that small of a number. You know? Without losing money? Yeah. Yeah, definitely not. Exactly. Definitely not. The production there's crazy. Mm-hmm. There's so much that goes into it that like, yeah. Yeah, I doubt it. So Jeff, I'm going to go with no. All right. Hawk has a couple questions Hawk. for us. Gotcha. Uh, he asks you, Nikki, how's college? It's fun, man. I miss it. Honestly, do. Mm-hmm. I like being home. I, I, I love my family. But, uh. I just like being there, man. I I miss everybody. Honestly, it's, I don't know. It's a different environment. It's the, the town itself is basically the same as here, but it's a different environment because it, everybody is on their own. Everybody. Yeah. They might be older. They might be younger, but they're on their own. Mm -hmm. And we're all basically in the same boat getting through school. Maybe you're playing a sport. Maybe you're doing your own thing, you know, but. But we're kind of like all on the in the same boat there, and it's and it's nice to know that because like there's always going to be somebody there. It's a small town, so everybody kind of knows each other and stuff like that. Yeah, you know? of course. So you're always going to have somebody. Somebody's going to have your back and stuff like that. Like being on the football team, we've all got her. Oh yeah, 100%. we've all got our backs. You know, we're we're all always going to be there for each other and mm. stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I kind of just miss that. But college college is fun, dude. I. Being my second year, just the end, end of my second year, it's a, uh, uh, it definitely got a lot better. Better, you think so? Yeah, I think it did. You so you like your in school specifically? You like your sophomore year more than your freshman? Oh yeah, more specifically, I like being out of the dorms. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Because this time you had an uh, you had an apartment yeah, with so, some homies. So yeah, this year. Shout out! I shout was, out, Reese. Shout out, Reese. Shout out, Jonathan Moore. Um, Jay Moore. Jay Moore. Yeah. I, when I was growing up, I knew this kid named Jay Moore. Really? No, I made that up. Oh, probably. But I what, what about football wise? Eaten by a shark. Yeah, I, I heard that too. Um, football is very fun. Football, football. It's it's a small town, so there ain't much to do, but there is football to do, mm-hmm. and that is just. To be there, that's all you need sometimes. Yeah, that, that's life there. Yeah. Because, dude, dog, that's such a small town. It's a tiny town. That whole town it's revolves really around Bulldog football. That university, yeah, basically. Bulldog everything. Bull, I don't know how big the other everything. sports are to football. 
of course, rodeo's huge. Oh, definitely. It, 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 you in Montana. Yeah, you're in Montana. You got a rodeo and stuff like that. But, hey there, Nick. Yeah, exactly. But um, honestly, I think a lot of the sports are equal in their own, like in their own aspects. Yeah, it like, like all the all the sports have their specific fans. Yeah, and those specific those specific fans always pull up. Yeah, so they will. Yeah, you will count on them to always be there. Yeah, I see what you mean. So yeah, that that community is great though. That they love sports there, mm-hmm. and so. Yeah, that kind of leads into the next question that Hawk asks is, uh, how's life in Montana? I mean, it basically just revolves around football. Yeah, especially especially being in that town. Like, you're... uh, Specifically. Like, you are... uh, You're always doing something for football. Like, especially our team, we're big. Like, our football team does a lot for the community and stuff Uh like that. And so, we'll always be out helping the community. Like, my freshman year, actually, we built a park there. Like, a legit park. Like for kids and stuff like that, and so we're always doing small. I guess that was pretty big, actually. But we're doing, we're always doing something out in the community. Mm-hmm. To that's cool. The community always so. giving back. Yeah. That's that's what exactly awesome. they they attend our games, so we try to we do give, some for them. Yeah, exactly. That's we show really cool. we show our appreciation. What's stuff like that. what's a couple things that you guys football players have done to like to the community? Oh, to the have? community. Uh, we did. Uh, so we did the park right. And then we um, sometimes a couple of us will. Uh, it's it's actually kind of, it's kind of weird actually because we'll we'll get into groups. The football team will get into groups, and those groups have special or special a uh, certain um, like certain jaws we do throughout the town. Okay. So so this last season, uh, me and like three four other dudes, we went to the to the museum. And we <laughs> damn that place got a museum. We got a museum, dude. We got a legit museum, and we we basically just moved move stuff. We moved in stuff that they wanted. We moved out stuff that they didn't. Okay. So some of the stuff we moved to a storage facility, left it there, and then we went back and moved helped move in uh, a bunch of their new artifacts, new artif- yeah, and yeah, yeah. antiques, and that's crazy. It, that type of stuff, you know. Is it a pretty big museum? Probably as big as this house, maybe. Uh, yeah, it's probably like this house. Really? Yeah, it, really it's it's honestly it's not it's a- not big, but average three bedroom house. Yeah, yeah, but they, you know, they got they got their history. They have a lot that they wow. go on. So, yeah, cool, it's cool. actually pretty fun. Um. Okay. Hawk's next question says, Chris, um, where do you see your music career in a few years? Um, dog freaking hell- lost lands, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Headlighter Lost Lands, dude. Ooh. Then we'll meet you there, Jeff. We'll meet you. <laughs> Shout out, Jeff. <laughs> we'll meet you there, bro. Couple, couple years. Pull up. <laughs> um, to answer that question, honestly, man, fuck if I know. Um, when it comes to music, and it, it's all a hobby to me. Like I don't, I don't try and push it. I don't try and make it my life because I don't want it. I don't want it to consume my life in the wrong way. Because I think if I try and make music my life, um, I can end up making music not for the fun of it, but because I need to. And at that point, I don't. I think it takes away the fun. Mm-hmm. It it, will, it would add stress. Like oh shit! Like I got a deadline. Like I got to finish yeah. this song. Yeah. It's not gonna be how I want it, but I gotta send them something. Mm-hmm. So 
when like when it comes to music, like it's gonna it's a hobby for me right now. Um, same as this podcast, yep. same as item nine, my lo-fi project. Mm-hmm. Like it's all hobby to me, and it's what makes shit fun for me. Yeah, it keeps me entertained. Some people like going hiking. Some people like skateboarding. Mm-hmm. Some people like uh, weird shit like um, bug swallowing. My thing is creating content, music, podcast, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Those are hobbies. Yeah. So I'm not going to like try and take it somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I will definitely, you know, let let it play out however yeah. it does. Nothing's going to stop me from making music. Nothing's going to stop me from put, putting this podcast out. Like all this shit's fun to me. This is this is my fun. Mm-hmm. So where I see my music career, bro, like hell if I know. Probably in the yeah. same damn spot where it's at yeah. now. No, well, dude, it's kind of cool because going off of that uh, – there's this, there's this, uh, it's a football player for UCLA. I follow him on, on Instagram. And, uh, and he, he also did like a Q and a type video because mm-hmm. he has a YouTube channel. And so he did a Q and a video and somebody asked, how does he manage, um, YouTube while also playing football and doing school? And he goes, um, I don't manage. It's a hobby. So mm-hmm. I got my first two priorities. And if I got the free time, I'll make a video. Yeah. And that's it. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't manage it. He just does it if he has yeah, like time. if he's got some time. Like some people read, you yeah. know. Instead yeah, yeah. of reading, the time people would take to sit down and mm-hmm. read, I take time to sit down and make a song. Yeah. Or that homeboy sits down and makes a YouTube video. Yeah. Right. So we yeah. all got different hobbies. Exactly. Um, Hawk asked the next question to both of us: Why? What's the best era of music and why? Era of music. I'm gonna go first, bro. Jazz music, baby. That shit's fucking really sexy, bro. Jazz music. You ever wanted huh? to fuck a saxophone? I have. Well, on purpose, probably not. On accident. On accident, you might have already. Anyways, yeah, jazz music, man. I think jazz music is so sick. The saxophone is really? my favorite instrument. Yeah. Saxophone. I think it's a good instrument. Is my favorite. I don't know if I see. It's a good instrument. I don't know if I could if I could get into that music, you know, or at least on purpose, mm-hmm. you know. It might a song playing on the radio might come on and you might be you might be feeling it, but to listen to it on purpose, I don't think I could. Bro, if I pulled up to a club wearing a nice old suit with a fedora with, that, with, that fedora, with a mustache, top hat, mustache, a top, bro, with that Tommy gun and I pull up to a club and they playing jazz and I'm just sipping dancing no that's gang like mine's jazz music I love really? it love it jazz music era of music that's a I don't know cause I like okay I guess I don't know how to say this you're gonna go with uh, with uh, late 2000s hip hop I, I do like, I like the early 2000s rap. I'll Ooh, say that. Like who? But Drop some names. Names? I don't know names, <laughs> What fuck I know, bro? I just know. I guess, uh, Some Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne, yeah. That's a, that's a great one. Yo, some, no, but legit music era. Mm-hmm. I like things that are coming out now, honestly. I think music. You're really into reggaeton right now. Well, yeah, I'm very into Latin music, so I love Latin. That's music. tight as hell. 
So honestly, just mo- so, modern so, Latin music. So yeah, you listen to some hip hop, but way more Latin. Music. Um, yeah, if you looked at my playlist, it's Latin music. What do you think? Like an 80, it's 80, 80, 20? It's Latin. Great. 80, 20 to Latin music? Latin, Latin music to everything to else. To everything else? I would go 70, 30 because the early play, early part of my playlist, that's a lot of... Other that's stuff. a lot of... Yeah. Okay, I see. That's a lot all over the place. I see, I see. Um, Hawk asks, what makes true peace? True peace? True peace. I think... I will use one word to describe it, and that's um, understanding. Yeah. Um, and that could be taken in so many ways. Like, if if you and I, if we had a fallout, mm-hmm. but I understood why we had a fallout, mm-hmm. and I have no bad blood, yeah. bad blood against you. Like, if you did me wrong, and. But I understood why you yeah. did that. At least you had clarity on yeah. the and mm-hmm. we're, we're like we're at peace. I have nothing against you. I know why you did what you did. I understand. Yeah, and it's cool. So I th- I, I would say like understanding. Understanding could be just just understanding. Yeah, why something's happening. Why someone did something. Why you feel the way you feel. Um. Or or another good word would be acceptance. Yeah. Understanding why yeah. and accepting it. I'll and put those two together. Uh-huh. Yeah. You got to to accept it. You have to understand it. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah. I would go those two words. as like two words. Understanding and accepting. Yeah. To me. To me, one word would be comfort. Because like I said, I'm, I'm, mm. I'm good at being comfortable, you know. And so to me, being comfortable is... Personally, I don't think I get stressed a lot. I do get stressed. I, mm-hmm. There, there are stressful times. Everybody yeah. always has stressful times. Of course. You know? But to be, but to be stress free, to to almost not have a care in the world, yeah, is to me would be. Being at peace. I feel, I feel like a lot of these words kind of just go with each other. Yeah. No, they absolutely understanding, do. accepting, and being being comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I, I mean, think, I think another thing also is not letting external factors affect you internally. Yeah. Because I I rarely 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 let external factors like get me sad like if i'm sad mm-hmm. that's because i fucked up that's because i did something mm-hmm. that's because i i had i had a say in how something ended up mm-hmm. like i could i could have done something to to change the outcome but i didn't yeah it's like that's on me yeah but what what's what makes true peace to wrap it up understanding and accepting those are mine yeah and yours is comfort mine is still comfort yeah gang uh, the last one from hawk says the favorite memory at minico at minico at minico 
Oh, man. Uh, favorite memory at Minico is probably just sitting in that football locker room. That football locker room probably has a lot of memories to yes, a lot of people sir. to just to a lot of different times, year mm-hmm. after year after year. Like it, that locker room could mean so many different things to so many different people, mm-hmm. but the feeling that it brought is the same. Yeah. Because, Doc, I remember Friday nights getting geared up Dude, in that exactly. room, walking ready in to there run out. Walking in, knowing, walking in, seeing everybody else, and they're just already with that game ready face, dude. They're just ready to ball out, and it's a good feeling when you know everybody is not just on the same page, but just ready to go out and freaking dominate, dude. Mm -hmm. Like that's, I don't. That's what I think. That's one of that's one of my best memories. One of my greatest memories. Um, I'm gonna go high school. One of my favorite memories is, I believe I was a freshman. Yeah, it was, I was a freshman, and it was the end of baseball season, mm-hmm. and it was Gabe, Pissnut, and me, mm-hmm. and we went to return our uniforms. I believe it was freshman. Yeah, had to have been freshman. Freshman or sophomore? I think it was sophomore, actually, now that I think about it. Anyways, baseball season was over, right? We take our uniforms to school, after school, mm-hmm. to a classroom, and we turn them in, right? And it was upstairs. Do you know where Mrs. Larson's class was? In the corner? In the Yep, uh, upstairs. In, in the so, and you know that there's stairs right there, right? Yep. So it's Miss Larson's room? Yeah. Stairs. And then there was a computer lab over here. Right down. Are you talking downstairs? Oh, Upset, yeah. Okay. Upstairs, yeah. Yeah. Right? I, yeah. I, I went in there. Okay. I remember that. Right in between the stairs mm-hmm. and that computer lab, there's a little closet, janitor's uh-huh. closet. Okay. Okay. What people didn't know is that had access to the roof. That day when we returned our shit, that door was open. We saw the ladder. We saw the tra- the door to uh-huh. the roof. We went up on the roof and we were bulling up there for a good 20 really? minutes, bro. What? Dude, I didn't know that. Yeah, we were bulling on top of Minico's roof. <laughs> that was really cool. That was fun. Really? Uh-huh. That's crazy. I didn't know that. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. I, I honestly don't think we would have found it. Um, if that door wasn't open. If that door wasn't open. But, yeah. That's that was crazy. really, really, really fucking oh, yeah. cool. You want to know something funny? What's up? My senior year, um, there's these kids that, uh, that got. I think it was hanging. You know the you know the 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 parking lot in the back to go into the school. It was like that. the the uh, The rail was right going all the way down from the doors outside. It was it was like double doors. And uh, it was right next to that, right next to the uh, patch of grass. In the front? No, in the back. In the back, right next to the back parking lot. So it was the, the you, the horseshoe. It was the the math. Yeah, basically. So it was the math, like the math classes. Okay. You know, and then that patch of grass, and then it was the entrance. That basically, when it, you could go in, 
and to right to the right was the cafeteria. Yeah, yeah. To go straight. That grass, the horseshoe. Yeah. Yeah. So that entrance, <laughs> you show up to school one day, and there's a dildo hanging down. <laughs> and so what? I think it was the the vice principal or the. Maybe it was the principal at that time. I don't know. Somebody was trying to knock it down. Dude. They couldn't get so it. So they would smack it with the stick, but it just. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it was just. That like, shit would wiggle. Dude, it would just wiggle right back and forth, but it stayed right there, dude. And the sections if, on those things are unreal. I don't think it was stuck or it was hanging by. Uh, Had to have been a section, something. no? I don't know, dude. I just remember it being up there and this whoever smacking it. As soon as I get to school, dude. Oh, that's awesome. The funniest thing ever. That's perfect. It was legit, dude. You don't know who did it? Uh, I do. Name him. No, I'm not going to do that. All right. You, you can tell me after because okay. I want to know. That's crazy. I didn't know that. That's I don't know funny. if you know him, actually, but, but I'll tell you later. I'm sure I know him. But yeah, that's wow for sure, dude. It was funny. It I mean, you you pulled up and you're like, "What the fuck, dude?" That's exactly <laughs> what went through my mind. I'm like, dude, what is going on? Oh my god, that's Minico crazy. High School, man. Minico was fun. Um. All right. Last question. All right. Last question is kind of kind of really for me. I don't know if you listen to the song, mm-hmm. but the last question comes from Rena. And her question is, what was my inspiration behind my song, Literal Angel? Have you heard that song? Oh, that's the lo-fi one, isn't it? Yeah. That was my yeah. first very yeah. lo-fi track. I remember we were we were in the lo-fi for... Dude, I still am. You still are? Oh, yeah. I, I have I have a couple songs, but I'm not... Like, I, I have a, I have a lo-fi in. playlist, and uh-huh. I don't know if I've really told anyone, like, why I have it. But the reason I have it is like I got into it, right? Mm-hmm. But I think the reason I like it so much is because it it makes me sad. Mm-hmm. Like lo-fi music makes me sad. I don't really get sad often. It, yeah. So listen to that music, it makes me sad mm-hmm. and it puts me down. But I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. I like being sad. Like I'm I'm happy all the time. Like um, uh, you rarely see me see me frown. Mm-hmm. You rarely see me like you maybe shed a tear. Yeah. But like, so I don't really have access to the the sad feelings. Yeah. Like I can't just I can't just like get there. I that that does, doesn't happen often. I'm always happy, but I like it's weird. This fucking sounds like you said earlier. Like I'm weird, mm-hmm. but. Sometimes being happy all the time sucks. So I like to feel something other than happy. So I'll listen to lo-fi and make myself sad. Mm-hmm. And I like being sad. It's fucking weird. It's weird. Like it is. It, um, I understand it because it's like it's you know me, my brain, and what happens in my brain when I listen to lo-fi, yeah, yeah. right? Um, it's a comforting feeling. Mm-hmm. Like truthfully, I would love to live like in like. Uh, the Northwest Pacific Northwest, where it's rainy, mm-hmm. cloudy. My ideal Friday night, raining, cloudy, thunderstorm. Um, had like a lot of rain. Towards like tapping on my window, 
and with some lo-fi playing um, with a fire going. Yeah. Just vibing. Exactly, dude. Um, that, that's my like ideal Friday night. Uh huh. So I definitely want to move to the... I guess that night. right there is your piece also. Would be your piece. Uh-huh. As the, the, like, there's, in a situation or a scenario like that, mm-hmm. there's nothing that I would change about that. Because yeah. like that, it's like perfection to me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, when I listen to lo-fi, it gets me to that. As weird as it sounds, it makes me feel more. Because uh-huh. I'm always happy. I'm always like energetic, upbeat, this and that. When I listen to lo-fi, it lets me feel different things. Mm-hmm. So the the inspiration behind Literal Angel is there's always things and it could be people or it can be a thing that uh that makes you feel so the way something else doesn't. Yeah. Or you like you may never even find someone or something that makes you feel the way that does. Yeah. Like in my situation, it could be that scenario, right? Like, I have have not found something that makes me feel the way that does. Mm-hmm. So when behind literal angel, like I I put those on those guitar chords to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna have it as an outro track now on this, unless you have. Unless, so I think I'll talk about it with you later. Yeah, but um. With Literal Angel, it was my first attempt to make something uh, something not upbeat, dubstep, heavy, in your face. Yep. yep, yep. Guns and Money. It's a little faster, but it's still up-tempo, like dance to it, right? Mm-hmm. Hip-hop, like bounce to it. So when lo- with Lo-Fi, it was my first attempt to make something. And Reina is actually the one who like showed me sarcastic sounds. Mm-hmm. And they are my favorite lo-fi artists right now. Crazy good, man. I'll show you some sarcastic sound songs after this. Yeah. But ever since Rena showed me a song called Losing Time by Sarcastic Sounds, like I've been in love with lo-fi ever since. Because um, it's, it's like I said, it's, it's allowed me to feel feelings I never really had access to before. And so the inspiration behind it would definitely be like lo-fi can make me feel those feelings. Mm-hmm. I want to see if I can make myself feel those feelings by making literal angel and the literal angel, the title itself coming from like an angel, you know how it's like supposed to be perfection. Yeah. Right. More or less. Yeah. In my eyes, in my like mind, in my mm-hmm. world, like an angel would mean perfection type yeah. thing. Right. Mm-hmm. So that goes back to like like I said, being someone, being something. Yeah. Um, it could be a love. It could be a love that you had that just didn't work out, right? And you guys could have been awesome together. Mm-hmm. Maybe just the timing wasn't right. It could have been missed opportunities that'll keep you always wondering. It could be a place. Um, <laughs> um, 
yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I tried making something to make me feel more. Mm-hmm. And I think I did that. I fucking love that song so much. You think you got it? But you're still going to make more, yeah. Oh, yeah, easy. Yeah. Um, that, See, that, 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 one, that one basically showed you like… I can. Yeah. I can. I can access those feelings myself mm-hmm. um, with the help of lo-fi. Well, yeah. Do you think… Okay, so you made it… You made yourself with the song. Mm-hmm. Do you think you can without it? Or you need those… You need a song. You need those songs to make a song. To or or to to make me in order to feel that yeah feel mm-hmm. because I guess there there there's people where certain things make them feel cert or certain, certain things make people feel certain ways and I guess they can only like you said you can only access that with that with yeah with yeah. your certain thing you know and I mean maybe that's why maybe that's why some people you know never really let go of things yeah is because that thing made them feel a way that they've never felt and they somehow feel attached to it mm-hmm. they somehow feel like it's always relevant like whether it's a a scenario or a person, like the scenario, they need to go back to that situation, that scenario to to feel that again. Yeah, they need to keep that person in their life just to feel that again. Mm-hmm. Like there's like little angel. It, I think the, the meaning behind it is that there's the one thing that makes you feel a certain way. That that is that that thing mm-hmm. is the only thing that makes you feel that way. Yeah. And that thing to whoever it is, all of us have it. But that one thing, like it is in a way like an angel to that person because it's unique. Yeah. So that's that's where little angel literal angels inspiration came from. Mm-hmm. Yep. And still kinda Somewhat in the making. I mean, you only have the one song, you know. So, do you got two? I got two, boy. Two. Oh, okay. This. The, All right. The next song is called "If You Think This Is About You." It is. You've heard. Oh, it. that's right. That's right. That's, that's right. That's right. Okay. Song. Forgot about that. Yeah. Um. But like, you know, I have two. Two there. I have a few dubstep songs. I have yeah. a couple out. I got way more in the making. Mm-hmm. And this podcast, I'm trying to push it as much as I can. But it goes back to like when Hawk Hawk asked me like where I see the music career in a few years. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned how like music is a hobby. Yeah. Podcast is a hobby. Like I still work a full time job, like yeah. fifty hours a week every week. Yeah. So it's like it's a hobby. Like I'll get them out when when I when I can. Yeah. Like I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to push podcasting a lot more lately. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm trying to like stay up to date on it, trying to like push content, push content. I'll uh yeah. make songs. You know, the next lo-fi song, like, I don't know when it'll drop. It could be, it, fuck it, it could be this weekend. It could be in June, you yeah. know? I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of like every everything is just like a lot of it. When it comes to music production, it's like like what I'm in the mood for. Yeah. So yeah. podcasts, I'll try and push consistently. Music, it drops when it drops. Uh, but yeah, it's a hobby. 
everything's a hobby. Find your hobby. Yeah. Do what you love. Dude, you got to. Dude, back to the how you feel things with certain certain you feel certain ways of with certain things. You know? Yes, sir. <laughs> you ever seen that? You ever seen that? Yeah, video. <laughs> that video yeah, I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but going going back to that, it's like it's such a good feeling when you fo- when you find that certain thing that makes you feel a certain way, like not just for the mood you're in or whatever, but like just whenever you need it mm-hmm. you know uh i think it's such a, a an amazing thing it's such an amazing feeling like mm-hmm. it's i don't know i just think it's a, it's it's awesome it's crazy yeah but it, it's like, it's weird how it works it it really is because it could it could be out of your life it uh-huh. it could They'll come at certain. No, it's, it's so crazy. They'll, they'll come at different times. And somehow, and somehow, it'll make itself relevant again yeah. too. And then when it makes itself relevant, it's like, dude, dude like, it's gonna stick. It'll, it sticks, it'll dude. Stick. And it just, I don't know. I love it and I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird how it works, man. This world's crazy. The brain's crazy. Everything. The is brain's crazy. crazy because, like, bro, the brain and the heart relationship's crazy. Because your brain could, your brain could, like, knows what you need to do, but your heart's like, eh, probably, you know, probably, probably not. She's probably not. Probably not do that. You know. But yeah, I don't know. She's crazy. I don't know if that yeah. made sense, dude. I don't. I don't really ever know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no one ever does. What the fuck? I don't know what I'm talking about, bro. No one ever really does. But it is what it is. And that's all the that's questions, true. though. That's all the questions. All the questions. Uh, those were good questions, though. Those, yeah, th- those thank shout you. to shout out to everyone that did send those questions in. Yeah, thank you for everyone who sent questions in, contacted me. I don't know if you got any questions. Did anyone hit you up with questions? Hell yeah, that means our support's big, bro. Dude, we got a big, we got a big community fan base, bro. We got criminals. We got so so many people listening. Crooks, criminals. Crooks, criminals, man. They true, they loyal. That's a. If they're here, they're here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, here, if you're here, you're here. Yo, uh, someone give me an oh yeah, oh yeah. Thank you, thank exactly. you. Exactly. But Nikki, it was a pleasure having you on here. Appreciate it, man. It was uh, fun. Yeah. I'm really happy you were able to come on. I, I was. Yeah. I'm happy that we were able to like you know like create, not just another regular episode. You uh-huh. know, we actually give give this episode a theme. Yeah. Um. You know, and you know, like this episode wouldn't have been shit without the people asking questions. Yeah. So Elias, Nico, Chase, Storm, Jeff, Hawk, Rena, like thank you guys for reaching out, asking questions. Um, I hope we answered them. Uh, I had a good time on the show. Yeah, it was a great time. I had a very good time. Very good time. So one thing that I've been doing is I'm asking people like, what's one thing you want to leave? What's one thing you want to say? 
to like let the people know what's one last advice? What's uh, one thing you want people I to got, remember you by? I got something. Not remember me by, but yeah, but like advice. But advice. Go for it. Uh, it's a saying I heard not too long ago, and it's uh uh how's this? How does it start? Uh, let your neighbors respect you. Make your troubles neglect you. Angels protect you, and heaven accept you. And that's Nick Caldera. Nick Abaca. Nick Abaca. Thanks, bro. NKY. NKY. Criminals, thanks for tuning in to another episode. And you know, just thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sticking by. If you listen to this, thank you. If you don't li- listen to this, you're not going to listen to this section. Um, fuck off. Yeah, what if you did? I'm just playing, bro. I'm just playing, bro. But for real, peace out, guys. Thanks.